Hey, listen up. Yeah, we here and we locked in. Let's keep it going all the way to the top 10. We fear the turtle, so it's no other option. Fred and Ryan, just watch them. Let's take it to the max. It's the shell and tell. They come with all the facts. It's the shell and tell. Let's take it to the max. It's the shell and tell. They come with all the facts. It's the shell and tell. Welcome, Shell and Tell fans, to the first and maybe only, we'll see how this goes, Ryan's reactions. Ryan's got a new toy, got my own uh, MacBook here, trying to figure out all the back-end work that our best pal Fred has been doing for the last year, uh, taking a little off his plate. So I'm going to try this one-man show kind of thing. Uh, it's a lot harder, I can tell you that. This one-man show thing is not the same as just talking sports with your best friend. Um, but I thought we'd go down a little trail of basketball this time. You guys all know that Maryland football is my first love, but Maryland basketball is a thing of beauty at times too. But we have some of the most spoiled fans in the country. And these spoiled fans in this country, and I don't, I don't know if some of you guys are in this crew. I know I follow many of you on Twitter. Maybe I'll offend some of you, but... This fire turge crowd, man. Fire turge. This is not going to be a pro turge podcast, so don't 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 go turn off. This is a just a thoughts, just like the life lessons thing of fire turge doesn't do anything. Fire turge just means we're a team without a coach. Hire coach K. Okay, sure, I can get on board with that, but it's not happening. I just need people to stop whining. And whining to me has always been defined by complaining without a solution. And when you say fire turge, that's complaining without a solution. If you say we need to replace turge with so-and-so, okay, we can have a discussion there. We can look into that. We can compare that. Firing someone as a coach, as a uh, manager, as a stock boy down the corner store, doesn't really do anything. It doesn't improve anything. The only time you could say that it would improve something to fire someone is if they were negatively impacting the rest of the employees. If they were ruining morale, if they were teaching bad habits, if people just didn't like them and they didn't want to come to work anymore, you can't say any of that about Coach Turgeon. All of his ex-players are glowing about Mark Turgeon. They will go to, to battle on Twitter yelling and screaming at people that you don't know what you're talking about for this man. There's no... There's nobody out there just that's actually tied to this program that has negative things to say about Mark. So when you're saying fire Turgeon, that's just a step back. There's no there's there's nothing that's going to improve just because he's gone. You need to have that option, and it's got to be realistic. Like I said, 
hire Coach K. Well, that's not happening. That's not realistic. That's not helpful. The same as fire Turgeon. The Terps should know this. The Terps should know that firing someone doesn't help. Just because they don't think that we're where we should be, where we deserve to be. We had one terrible season under Ralph Friedgen. One. We had a couple slightly disappointing seasons. There have been years and years and years of terrible and disappointing seasons since I stood there in 2010 at the military bowl with him giving his goodbye speech, with us kicking out a coach that took us to a bowl game, with us sending him on his way. We fired Ralph Friedgen because we could do better. And what did we get? We got Randy Edsel. We got a guy from UConn with no ties to our state, with no ties to our school, that said Maryland was his dream job. Right there in that moment, anybody that knows me back then wanted to talk to me about it. I said, this guy's a nut. I love the Terps. The Terps is my dream job. I would give anything to be a part of this program in that kind of way. But that doesn't make sense for anyone that doesn't have connections to this school. We're not the top tier. We're not the top 10 program in the country. That shouldn't be anyone's dream job. It's Loxley's dream job. I'm glad that Loxley's here because it makes sense it's his dream job. It's his home school. He grew up right down the street. He's coached here multiple times at multiple levels. He wants to see this work. He wants to see the DMV. So that's allowed to be your dream job in that case. It's not allowed to be your case if you're just some dude from UConn. How did we think that was going to work? How did we think that was an upgrade over someone from our own alma mater that took us to multiple bowl games? Just because he started out on fire, taking us to big-time bowl games, and by the end, we were in minor bowl games. Well, I don't know about you guys, but right now, I would kill for a military bowl. I'd love a six-win season. I think we're going to get it here shortly. But firing Friedgen was a failure. It was an abject failure. It's ten years later, and we have we've barely had a year of serviceable football. I get that things have changed in the Big Ten, but... That wasn't, that wasn't all the time that we had without Frazier. We had years in the ACC. It didn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because we didn't hire the right guy. You don't get better by firing. You get better by hiring. You know that Tesla is not Elon Musk's company? That was a great hire. That's how you get better. He joined that team and made that company what it is today. It would have been bankrupt without him. You hire great talent. That's how you get better. You don't fire somebody just because it's not living up to your expectations. You know what expectations he's living up to? He's been living up to his players' expectations. He's been living up to the recruits' expectations. Sure, this year he didn't seem to live up to the expectations of the transfer portal and that's really put us in a bind but the man has been doing his job the man's been putting motivated teams out there he's been putting on a show we got four top 25 wins this year you don't do that by accident 
You don't do that without talent, without leadership. We've, we've missed out on the big men. We have no front court presence. Yes, he should have probably been more careful with bringing in the twins that were an object failure and had a bunch of red flags beforehand. He probably should have known that Bruno was a two-year two year player, but honestly, he didn't come in all that highly recruited. I don't know if he knew that. I don't, I don't know if he could see that immediately. Sticks was pretty much a one-and-done or two-and-done type player. You had to know that. But this is still recruiting. This is not free agency. Just because you're a coach that knows what you want doesn't mean you can just go out and get it. These kids still have to want to be here. They still have to want to go to D.C. There's lots of outside pressures from everything that it has to do with life on whether or not they're going to pick a school. Whether or not they're going to be a part of your program. So we missed a year. We did. We could have been really good this year if we got a solid big man transfer. I don't even think people were obsessed with the guard. The guard play that we needed more. I don't really think we needed that at all. I think we're fine. We needed some down low presence. We didn't really get it. So, yeah, he, he can take that on the chin. That can be his fault. But again, I'm not saying Turge is the end-all, be-all. I'm not saying the Turge is the best option. I'm saying when you say, fire Turge, no. Tell me who we're bringing in. You better have a wink, nod, handshake agreement with somebody that's better than him. We can't fire Turge and go on a, a, on a coaching search. There's a lot of reasons people wouldn't want to coach here. What did we hear about the, about the practice center? that we are raising money for right now. We're one of only two Power Five institutions without a dedicated practice court for our basketball teams. One of two. You just gotta be patient. We're gonna fix that. We're gonna fix that in a big way. And to describe that big way, in case you all forgot, here's our buddy, the Maryland Terrapin, SVP. The Maryland Basketball Performance Center, 60,000 square feet of Maryland pride, two full-length practice courts, a shared strength and conditioning facility, expanded locker rooms for the men's and women's teams, state-of-the-art space for sports medicine and training, including hydrotherapy, dedicated space for film study and game play, a striking new home for Maryland basketball. And why do we need to wait? Why do we need to have that be in presence to see if, number one, Turge is the answer and just we didn't give him enough weapons? Why do we need to wait to, if you want to replace Turge, have that big shiny diamond sitting there to attract that top level candidate that you guys want? Because that's what it is. That's what college sports is. It's an arms race and we are so far behind. This this is what Turge had to say about the importance of this. I I just it's 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 important in today's world. I'm recruiting against the best programs in the country, and they all have beautiful facilities. And we have a great game day facility. I wouldn't trade it for any facility in the country. But now, people go visit those schools and visit our schools. You know, it's apples to apples now, oranges to oranges. So it hasn't been that way. So what makes us think that we 
can just go out there and will a top-level top coach, a top-tier coach, because that's what you want. If you're not happy with what Turgeon's brought you, that means you expect this program to be a top-25 team every year without a doubt, that you want elite eights frequently, that you want sweet 16s almost every year. That's the reason you would be yelling at the top of your lungs and fire Turge. Yeah, I wish we would have got the Big Ten Championship last year outright. Sure looked like we could have. Can't make the free throws for him. Can't make the shots for him. We did, by some technicality, take down a share of the Big Ten. In my eyes, sure looked like we got third. But based on the way the rules work, we tied for first three ways. I'll take it. I'll take the Big Ten Championship. And I would have loved to see what that squad did in March last year. And if that squad did anywhere near what I think it would have been done, have done in March last year, all you people screaming fire turds would look like morons. But because of this little bug COVID out here, we didn't get to see last March. And so now we still got to hear, well, he's never done it. Well, that was the squad to do it. That's how teams are, man. You've got to build to it. That's what wins these, these championships is a senior-laden guard and a big-time big man. That's who wins these college tournaments. Those don't just happen every year. Not, for, not unless you're one of five programs out there. And even those programs have down years. If Duke makes a tournament this year, it's just because their name's Duke. They're not good. <laughs> They're not even kind of good. Kansas is bad this year. I, it, these these things aren't supposed to happen. UNC is not good, and these these programs have every right to be losing their mind about this year. And maybe there are some idiots out there yelling, "Fire Coach K." Well, okay, you guys want to do that? Go for it. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it just happens. These are kids that you have to convince that everything in their life will be better coming to that location. It's not all basketball anymore. There's enough TV coverage out there. Wherever you play, if you're good enough, they're going to find you. You don't have to go to five programs. The NBA draft every year is almost unwatchable because three-quarters of the players are from Europe and Australia and people I've never heard of. I love watching the NFL draft. I know almost all the players for at least the first three to four rounds. It's a lot it's it's a lot of fun. So it doesn't matter where you play, it just matters how you play. So you gotta come up with better and better reasons for them to be there. And that new fancy practice squad building, that's a reason for them to come here. That's a reason for them to to see the future with us. I think next year if we do play our cards right, we could be in a really good spot. I mean, we haven't had meaningful, multiple meaningful seniors. In a long, long time. Cowan was a meaningful senior, but he was by himself. Next year, you'll have Ayala. If Wiggins comes back, you'll have, you'll have a, a, a depth of experience on this team. We are still way short in the big man rotation. Way short. And the people coming in, 
won't quite do it. They're more what we got. We got more good threes, more good fours, no fives. You missing the transfer portal again? Could be a real problem. But again, who's doing better? Who are you bringing in that's just going to be okay with chasing his tail and figuring out practice schedules and talking to everybody? All the ins and outs of not having a practice facility. Do you remember the story Turgeon told about the chaos of planning for big-time basketball games? This is why we need this building so badly. Last year, during finals, we, this building is for graduation. Our other building is for dress rehearsal for graduation. We have nowhere to practice, okay? We have a small window of when we can practice because we are student-athletes, right? Well, we were supposed to practice in one building, but it was raining, and there was a roof leak, so we couldn't practice in that building, so... We tried to get into another one that day. We couldn't practice. The next day, we were able to get into it. But while we were doing that, it's 48 degrees and raining out, and we're running in our practice uniforms, and our managers are carrying things from this building to that building so we can have a practice. And we're Maryland basketball. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. So a couple years, hopefully, we're not doing that. So what makes you think that another coach wants to come here and deal with that? What makes you think that the top tier level coaches, if you could somehow convince them to come do that for the next two, three years that it takes to get this construction project started, maybe finished, I would say finished is more like five years, would be able to deal with the interpersonal relationship things it takes to do that. He knows every coach of every program that uses the Xfinity Center. He knows them well. They've worked out the kinks and who gets when and when they can do what and what the protocols are. and It's all, it's all an art when you're talking about sharing that space that much. You can't just know that. You can't just create that overnight. I just don't see that somebody could replace him. And when you talk about replacing Turgeon, there's a couple names of mine that come to mind. I mean, I've been a proponent that I think the future of Maryland rests in one of two spots. And as someone that grew up watching the national championship team and teams around those years and loves the Gary Williams style of basketball, the full court press, the, the effort and action that is really lacking across basketball as a whole now, I feel like it would be pretty hard for Gary Williams to even exist today, to get that kind of effort out of today's athletes every minute of every game, to play defense, to just play defense. Honestly, this year's squad is as close to a Gary Williams basketball team that I've seen. Now, they've gotten away from the full court press that we were seeing earlier in the year. I don't know why. I never really saw it got beat too bad. I think that that was especially, it's especially effective if you just go to it for like three minutes at a time here and there just to throw off the other squad. I fully support doing that. And recently in the last couple weeks, I have not seen as much as we saw early in the season. And I was hopeful with the makeup of the squad, without the big man, we would see more of that. But we've kept seeing the defensive hustle. 
I mean, we're holding teams to 60 points a game. You got to win games you score 60 points or the opponent scores 60 points. You got to win them. I don't we just are get ice cold sometimes. You can't blame the coach. He didn't miss the shot. You can blame Turge for a lot of things. A lot of things. Including recruiting this year. But you can't blame him for missing shots. With that said, if you're going to make me pick somebody to replace Turgeon, I, I'm going back to that Gary Williams tree. I'm shaking that tree. There's a couple options. Some people would say Juan Dixon, but honestly, he's up the street at a much lower level, and to me, he's just not getting it done. To me, I don't see it. I don't see that energy, that passion, that drive. He's a hell of a player. Hell of a player. But he didn't have that hot streak. He didn't have that that kind of unbridled, let loose aggression that Gary had. There were a couple players of his that did. So... My future of Maryland Terrapins basketball, and I'm sure you've heard me say this before, is Vasquez or Steve Blake. That's who I see take, taking the reins. But this is a long way down the road. Vasquez, yes, he's he's in the coaching realm right now. He's doing the summer squad thing. Steve Blake just got out of the NBA. Steve Blake was playing the big three the last time I saw. I don't see that man leaving basketball. I think he would be one hell of a coach. I think he was an intellectual on the court as a player, especially in college. Uh, his It's one of the few that seemed to become more talented as they got into the NBA. Uh, it was it was court vision and just game knowledge that seemed to pull him through college. And he got better and better. One of the, one of the best NBA careers of any of the Maryland athletes. So I would, I would love to see them come replace Turge. When Turge is ready or when they're ready. Either one of those things. And if you guys can knock my socks off with some predecessor to replace Turgeon, go for it. But I just don't think they're out there. I don't think there's anybody in this moment that could handle what's going on at Maryland better than Coach Turgeon. Because we got a lot of problems that are unique, guys. We've got a lot of problems here that other schools don't have to deal with. Just being in D.C. with all this other things going on any day of the week that you have to compete to get fans into the, into the arena. I mean, it's the same problem we have with football. There's You can go to a football game. You can go to a Nationals game. You can go to the Caps game. You can go to the Washington football team. I, there's, there's a lot to do. You go to some of these towns, that's the only show. If there's a basketball game, if there's a football game, the town shuts down. That's where everybody is. Hey, where's Billy Bob? He's at the game with everybody else. That's, that's the Big Ten that we're in. This is who you're competing with. These are the people that you need money for to do these projects. Not only do you have to convince the people around here to give you money and give you entertainment dollars and give you everything, but you're competing against towns that identify with a school and identify with a school alone. The only reason that you know Columbus, Ohio is because of Ohio State. 
There's a lot of reasons to know DC. There's a bunch of reasons to know Baltimore. But it's only one reason you know Columbus, Ohio. And that's true across the board. A bunch of, of Big Ten schools. Minnesota's pretty much the only other Big Ten school that's got to compete with all the other options that we do. And Turgeon's done a good job. They've earned half the money from boosters in not a great time to be earning money. You've already begged and pleaded and got the money for the football upgrades. Now you're going back to a lot of the same wells. How many rich boosters we got laying around ready to donate to this school? That live and breathe for this school? Not as many as most schools. So do you really want to cut ties with a man that's found a way to bring that kind of financial support? To bring this new shiny toy that can improve for him and the next guy if it doesn't happen to work? I don't know. It's not something I'm interested in right now. I'm not sure how we recruit as well as we do. But I do know this is what Turgeon said about it. She said it best. We're able to recruit because Lefty Giselle, Gary Williams, tradition. We're able to do some great things recruiting-wise because of this building. But it all comes down to preparation, right? Summer's a mess here. I don't even want to get into it, right? So I told you one story. We fight that all the time. I know you guys don't want to hear it, but I think you got to re-up the coach. I think you got to give him time not only to show that he can do it here, but that he can do it with the new toys that he's earned by reaching out and getting these boosters involved. Give him time to do that. I, I don't think you can get rid of a man just because COVID happened. And you know, you know if he had an Elite Eight or a Final Four last year, that we all believe that team was capable of. We wouldn't be having this conversation. He would have already got an off-season extension. It wouldn't have happened. Sure, we got problems, but I don't, I don't think that an unknown man is the solution. Come tell me I'm wrong. Come tell me who it is. And I'd be glad to take a step up. But I'm not taking a step into the unknown. We're not that bad. He's not a cancer in the locker room. People don't dislike him other than the wild fan base that we got. And I think most of our coaches are going to be unliked. I, I, I just don't see it. I don't see the unknown as a better option. Well, guys, I want to thank you for taking this first ride with me on the Ryan's Rants, Ryan's Reactions. Uh, Fred checked in with me. I kicked the train wheels off a little early. Still have a few things to learn. So it's going to be better next time. So until next time, here's wishing all is well under the shell.